Rockin'. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Zip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Wednesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break. Fun show so far. you got the podcast at theticketfm.com. Good stuff from Husker Online. Sean Callahan, as always, if you missed that, he just confirmed and squashed any rumor about your online rumors of Nebraska playing Northwestern in Vegas. The game is still in Ireland and Dublin. staying in Dublin, Ireland. You say that interrupted your wedding yeah, here I am. Not your wedding, but the wedding yeah, you were at. Here, here I am sitting in Corning, Iowa, middle of nowhere, trying to be an, an honorary guest at a wedding. Just, you know, you're an honorary put, guest. Well, putting my phone away. You know, not trying to be on my phone because yeah. it was a long wedding. It's like an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. It's one story itself. But I keep getting bzzz, bzzz, bzzz. I said, okay, okay, what's going on? Tech. I had like six friends saying, hey, are you hearing about. Nebraska, Northwestern, being in Vegas. I'm like, okay, well, let me, let me text one person who knows for sure. So I text Sean right away. I say, Sean, what's going on? He's like, what? what, what wait a second. You, Sean is basically the ambassador for the trip. You, why I, That's you why text, I went right to him over you. Why would you not text? Because guess what? Your text would then go to Sean. I just skipped the middleman and texted myself. You are correct. <laughs> that's the way that would change. Yeah, if I said, let me check with my sources, that'd be Sean on that one. So I just. Sometimes you do surprise me with your intelligence. I'm smart. That's exactly the way that would have went. Right. So you I said, I'm not going to go around this. I text Sean. Yeah. <laughs> I texted Sean saying, what's the deal? I was like, no, nah, it's just an internet rumor. I, I, he, he talked to the guy in charge of the trip. It's going to happen in Ireland. It's okay. Dublin, Ireland. So there you, you revealed go. the way the hot dogs made a little bit. You know, that, you, that's not not every time. You know what you know what else? Well, you know what else though? Sometimes it's you text me, I text Parker, I text you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not always Sean. Yeah, so, I mean, it's either Sean or Parker that knows what's going on. Um, Got to clear up a mistake I made in the first hour or during please, the song of the day. Please do this. So you you told me again. My favorite song of all time is "Dancing in the Moonlight" by King Harvest. I had the wrong year. It was 1972, not 1968. We went through a stretch of songs that was in that stretch. Incredible. In the Summertime, today's song of the day by Mungo Jerry, 1970. Brandy by Looking Glass, 1972. Great, great list of songs, sir. Okay. more than that. So I would ask, as a sidelight topic, for the older folks... What if you if you had to pick out three songs that largely defined the seventies and 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 what I mean the, the best era of rock in my opinion the seventies? Do you think that? I, I agree with that. Yes. Four six four five six eight five. Text the three songs that you think sort of define the seventies. I'm saying, "Dancing in the Moodlight, your favorite. You agree song. with that then? Yeah. Defines I, it. Yeah, I'm saying "In the Summertime" by Mumbo Jerry, and then I say "Brandy" also. By looking glass. Well, you're gonna have a lot of we're gonna have a lot of suggestions for that. I mean, you get you you've told this Kip Led Zeppelin, who is a big part of the '70s. Yeah, the Carpenters. 
They're not really rock, though. Yes, they are. They're rock. They were on rock radio. Yeah, yeah but like if you're comparing to Led Zeppelin, they're not the same. No, but comparison. they were on. They were on. And like you know, and Dancing in the Moon. I love the song. Dancing in the Moonlight is not really a rock genre. Okay, pop. pop. That's more pop. Yeah, yeah, the ones you listed there, those three songs are pop. Yeah, Brandy is not a rock song. Oh come on! In the summertime, is not a rock I mean, song. Yeah, we're now we're and and hairs. Dancing in the Moonlight is certainly not a rock song. Those are all. Let's go seventies pop. Okay, seventies pop. That's fine. So you want to ask what defines seventies pop? Okay. Then? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Because yeah, because if you go. What defines the seventies? You're gonna have all sorts of different answers. I don't, my, there. I don't make the distinction. I just say pop rock. Seventies pop, pop rock. Yeah, yacht rock basically. No, pop rock, not yacht rock. Pop rock, not yacht rock. Yacht. <laughs> yacht. They, there's no. You don't see the sea. <laughs> okay. Yacht. All right. Let's talk about. Let's talk about this matter that. Yes. That that you. Interestingly to me, you know, I always read your rundown whenever it comes. I, it, just know that whenever I get it, it's it's I put aside whatever I'm doing because I'm always looking forward to it. I am. Don't lie to the people. I am Please not lying. Please don't lie to why, me, why to you? my face and the people. <laughs> no, I, I look forward to the arrival of the daily rundown. I really do because that's what's going to define my nighttime because I'm going to do studying. some studying. Yes. And, I, and I'm always interested. Is this going to be an interesting show? I usually show? give you plenty of time to study. Yeah. Is this going to be an interesting show? You know, that's what I always think. Is this going to be interesting? And if it's not, you should say, I got some ideas. I can get the hint. Hey, I don't like your subjects. I was very interested in this topic. Okay. 464-5685. Call or text as always. Are we headed toward an awkward situation with talented in-state quarterbacks and Nebraska football? We pointed this out to Sean Callahan. I'll bring it up again. For 2023, Nebraska just got... William Watson III, right? Yes. From Massachusetts, the the top player of the state of Massachusetts. That is your 2023 quarterback. As we pointed out, you just you already got Casey Thompson. You got Chubba Purdy for this current roster. You've had you know, Richard Torres. You've got quarterbacks here. But Zane Flores at Gretna has offers from Pittsburgh, Oklahoma State, Kansas State, Memphis, Kansas there's more to come, and apparently Ohio State might have some interest because he uh, visited this week with Buckeyes quarterback coach Corey Dennis per the Athletics' Mitch Sherman. Right. So I mean, a visit I just... might be on the horizon to Columbus. He's currently a three-star quarterback. You know, some of these these ratings can go up and and blow up in a in a span of a senior season. But you have that one, and then 2024. Now Nebraska does have an offer for Danny Kalen of Bellevue West. He also has offers from Florida State, Arizona State, Michigan State, Missouri, Minnesota, and Kansas. So I don't know if you're going to get in on Flores at all. It sounds like you probably won't. Okay. Will, so will the Huskers prioritize Danny Kalen for 2024? I don't. I don't. I mean, come on. I don't know. I mean, the, the priority. What do you think the priority is in 2024 for a quarterback? Win. No. What do you think the priority is for a quarterback in, tw- in the class of 2024? What do you think it is? Oh. Dylan Rayola. Still in Rayola. Rayola. All right. Yeah, that's that's your, what that's the your priority, priority is. That's your priority, yeah. Okay. Uh, now, the question you ask, again, reset. Are we headed toward an awkward situation with essentially Zane Flores of Gretna, who is a class of 2023, 2023 quarterback? I I don't think I, – I at first was pretty dismissive of your question. But after after talking to Parker Gabriel and Sean Callahan, I was not as dismissive of it. 
where this would become an issue is, I mean, I don't think it's an issue right now, but you know where it would become an issue is what, what, what if, what if Minnesota offers him? Minnesota has not, Minnesota doesn't have a quarterback in its 2023 class yet. Okay, what if Minnesota offers it? What if Wisconsin offers yeah, it? Yeah, I know. Now, I think, as Sean alluded to, they're probably looking at J.J. Cole of suburban Des Moines. Okay, what about Iowa then? Iowa's got its guy. Okay, Iowa has a quarterback, a four-star quarterback, Marco Lanez. I don't know if I got the name right. It's L-A-I-N-E-Z. Well, how would you pronounce that? Lanez? Lanez? Yeah. Let's go with Lanez. Four-star kid from New Jersey. Purdue has its guy, okay? One guy in the class of 2023, it's a quarterback, Ricky Collins. Okay. Now, that's an interesting one to me because Nebraska had offered him too, as did LSU, Arkansas, Virginia Tech. Purdue has its guy. Northwestern has its guy, kid named Aiden Gray, a three-star player. Um, so Iowa has its guy. Northwestern has its guy. Purdue has its guy. But Minnesota's open, Wisconsin's open, and Illinois is open. Now, if Illinois came after Zane Flores or Minnesota, you know, or Wisconsin, now, now, now it gets uncomfortable a little bit, right? The Ohio State thing. Now, now here's the thing about when you read these, when you read these offer lists, you have to make a distinction, Jacob. Okay. Is it a committable offer? If Ohio State, I mean, do you think right now Zane Flores could call Ohio State and say, I want to come there. If you make me an offer, I'll take it. Do you think they'd offer him? Probably not. No, that's not. Come on. Is Oklahoma State with Gundy. Okay, so he does have an offer from Oklahoma State. Sure. If he called Gundy today and said, I want to commit there, would Gundy just take the – would Gundy just He's take it? He's got an it? offer. They're not always committable offers. Well, They're not always committable. It doesn't mean that just because an offer is made that – the kid can just carte blanche say, "I'm just gonna, I'll pull the trigger whenever I want." It doesn't work that way. So it's a little complicated. But I'm with you on if I don't think it should get awkward. But Whipple, Mark Whipple, the new offensive coordinator, will get a little taste of this fan base if <laughs> if Minnesota offers Zane Flores, right? Yeah. Or 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 you know, whoever Illinois, Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah. It'll get a lot if it's Wisconsin. Whipple would get a little taste of it here. He got now he identified William Watson, right. Pops Watson of Springfield, Massachusetts, as his guy. Okay, set. Watson committed. Nebraska's done at quarterback for the class of twenty twenty three. Now, what? What if you're a fan? You say you just have. Well, you don't have to say it, but one way you can approach this is: I trust Mark Whipple. I trust Scott Frost. They they got the guy. Yeah, Zane Flores is going to keep getting offers at Gretna, but we have to trust Mark Whipple here and Scott Frost, right? You, you do. don't have to, but that's one way to deal with. Right, it. you do. You, it's just um, what. I know I. <laughs> we always get in these situations where you just hope that it doesn't come back to bite you. Like I'm, I'm still, I'm generally curious. Eventually, at North Dakota State in these next couple of years, does Cole Payton become something up there? The, the Omaha West Side player, right? Went up there, 
He didn't, you know, he, he Nebraska didn't touch him at all. I'm curious if he comes becomes a, a great quarterback at North Dakota State from your backyard. If Nebraska's winning, it's fine. If that's the big question, though, if you're winning, they haven't been. Like you better hope this year that, that with Casey Thompson, Nebraska for sure makes a bowl game, at least gets a six wins, and beyond that, you, you hope you do better than that. And and then if they do, then then and maybe it's not a huge deal to not get Flores if you have belief that Watson has a great season up there for his final season in Massachusetts. But it just feels like we always make this harder than we should. In what sense? This this state, the people believe that we have a very a lack of talent, which because they typically do, right? They typically have a lack of talent at the high school level. Yeah, most getting better just because of numbers. But it's getting better. They've had they've had some division, you know, several Division One players over the last several years um, that that are pretty good. Now you've got two back to back quarterbacks in Zane Flores and Danny Kalen that are going to be probably Power Five quarterbacks, Division One for sure. Nebraska has offered Kalen. They have. But like like we said, Dylan Raiola is going to be their top target. Understandably so. He's one of the best in the class. You would you'd want that to be your top target. Yeah, he's the top target of Georgia. Right. Okay. So it's going to be very hard. <laughs> I mean, he's the top target that's why you of, can, of USC. I that's think. why you need to be you can't like just forget about Danny Kalen in this process yeah, and say, Dil- well, it's gonna be hard. Although Raiola has his dad went here, his his uncle's the offensive line coach. He obviously has a lot of ties. Nebraska. If Nebraska comes out of the gate five and one, they'll have a great chance to get D- Dylan Rayola. I know that. You well, know how much I talked to three and three. You might. You know how much I talked to Dominic Rayola. Yes. If Nebraska comes out of the gate five and one, Nebraska will have a great shot. I don't know. I don't know. If three and three would do it. I don't know. But this that Rayola family's all in on Nebraska. Dominic Rayola. When you say proud alum, he's a very proud alum of Nebraska. Dominic loves it. He'll want his son here. There's no doubt about that. Now, of course, his son has to make the decision. And Georgia is all over him. I hope people understand that. Georgia is all over Dylan Rayola. Number one priority for Georgia. Well, And they are the national champions. So that means quite a bit here. Yeah. So I don't know all about Dylan's Dylan's situation, but he's you know you know he's coming for the spring game, right? Right. You know, Zane Flores was at the camp when Dylan Rayola was was at Nebraska's camp this summer. Remember that all the all that that big story when Dylan Rayola came to Nebraska's summer camp? Yes. Zane Flores was there too. Didn't get mentioned much, right? Uh, no. Of course I mean, not. Right. Because it's, it's not Dylan Raiola. Right. Dylan Raiola, right now, as of today, via rivals, if you look at this stuff in terms of the... he's a, He is the number four quarterback in the class. Number 28 overall, nationally. Only He's only a four-star in rivals. He's not, you know, five-star might be coming up soon for him. Zane Flores is an excellent quarterback at 6'4", 195. I'm take, I would t- never take anything away from him. But this is not... This doesn't look like this is going to be a Nebraska situation. And you rate, like you just reset it. Yeah, it could be a little awkward, but I I only think it'll be awkward as if a Big Ten school, particularly one in the West, comes after him. And Iowa, it won't be Iowa. They have their four star guy. Okay. It won't be Purdue. They have their four star guy, Ricky Collins. 
who's a, who, by the way, is a dual threat guy at Purdue. Interesting. For, yeah, I seen Ricky that. Collins. I haven't seen that. Have from Louisiana. Has an LSU offer. Northwestern has its guy. But Minnesota is open. Wisconsin is open, quarterback-wise. Illinois is open, quarterback-wise. I mean, I... So yeah, I mean, one of the if one of those schools jumps in, or probably another Big Ten school, any other Big Ten school, but particularly from the West, yeah, yeah, you know what? Then it gets a little, it gets, it could get a little awkward. Doc is here. D O C K. I've haven't seen Doc all morning. He says uh, Frost has not won more than two games in a row. I doubt Nebraska will come out of the gate five and one next year. <laughs> well, I'm just there's always that possibility. Right. Yeah, I'm just saying. I I I know that we got to trust Frost and Whipple on this. Mainly Whipple, right Whipple. now. I mean, Whipple's the quarterback. I, I just I just like what? you said. Win if Nebraska is winning and they're contending for the West with whatever quarterbacks they have, then it won't be as awkward if you don't get Flores or Kalen. Yeah. But if they're not, and those guys go elsewhere and are doing well. It just becomes the same old conversation about ignoring your backyard a little bit. Oh, Jake, now hold on. They have now. Hold they on, got, hold they on, got no, 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 no. They got Ignoring your backyard? I mean, come on. They don't ignore the backyard. There's too many. No, they don't ignore the backyard. Is this Corey? I don't know which Corey it is. It's a Corey. It's the Corey. It's oh, this is this is our Corey. Corey yeah, and Lincoln. Yeah, not that other Corey's come on, other Corey's don't don't feel slighted, but Corey's Corey. I want to hear what he has Corey, to say. Corey, you're on early break. Go ahead, man. Morning, guys. How, how's it going? Good, good. It's nice to hear from you. It's been a while, Corey. It's been a little while. It's been a little while. Hey, I got a couple couple comments first, a little housekeeping. Uh Okay. Jake, what's it mean to be an honorary guest at a wedding? It's <laughs> <laughs> a great it, question. Corey, I, is, it, is it question. anybody who goes to a wedding an honorary guest? I met somebody that's invited that's supposed to be paying attention to what's going on. Hey, Corey, did that okay, sound a little haughty? You had like a purple sash <laughs> no, that you were wearing, kind of no. like walking around, shaking hands. There's no sash. It it's sounded a little like haughty that. when he said that, didn't it? Yeah, I wasn't sure if that had a meaning or if I was just kind of, you know, a little slip of the tongue or whatever. Slip of the tongue. And and, everybody's an honorary guest at a wedding. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. All right. Uh, the other thing I want to say, by the way, is uh, I gave an eight to uh, Mungo Jerry. Okay. Jake didn't read my uh, my review. He doesn't read my text much anymore. Oh, I wow. do. It was because wow. it, they were unnamed for two weeks, Corey. I'll see them now. I'll read them again. I'll read fair enough, text. fair enough. There's, there's a, so, Sip, you gave that song a, a high rating. Um, so there's an infamous line in that song. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, go ahead. If her daddy's rich, take her out for a meal. If her daddy's poor, just do what you feel. <laughs> that's, Mungo! That's trouble. That's, 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 a, that's a hell of a line there, Mungo. Uh, that's trouble. Whoa. But I always thought that that song sounded like late 50s early 60s kind of yeah like kfor kind of like you know good times great oldies type of song but i was surprised when i learned that was a a 1970s song yeah yeah good good job Corey. good breakdown what do you got on the qbs uh, oh i'm sorry what do you got on the qbs yeah so if this were the previous staff in regard to zane flores Mm -hmm. i'd be pretty bent out of shape already because I'd be like, okay, you're 
you're signing a quarterback from Massachusetts mm. while we've got this, you know, this quarterback that's played really well here. He's, he's been a winner. He's got the build. He's got what you need. I'd be upset about it because, you know, I was upset about Cole Payton last year too because at this point or at the point when they, when they passed on Cole Payton, I felt like the Verduzco and, and Frost had done pretty a pretty poor job of signing quarterbacks. I mean, we were going through uh, the, the Luke McCaffrey saga. Mm-hmm. You know, they were putting Luke McCaffrey as our quarterback of the future who isn't even a quarterback at all. You know, that's mm-hmm. who they thought was going to run the show. Meanwhile, North Dakota State yep. obviously has demonstrated a much, much higher level of scouting and signing quarterbacks than, than – uh, the Nebraska staff has that just goes without saying. Look at who's a who they put in the NFL. Um, but I think I think he, I think I'm fine with this. You got to give Whipple a chance. Whipple's demonstrated that he knows quarterbacks. If this is a guy he likes, I'm good with it. You know, I mean, to me, everyone's looking forward to 2024 anyway. If things, I mean, basically, we're kind of in a zero sum game. I mean, if they don't win. I don't know, like seven games next year. I don't know what Trev's metrics are, but if they don't win like seven games, this whole thing is for naught anyway. Like we're not even going to be none of these none of these future quarterbacks are going to play here. So if they can do that, get to like seven wins, maybe eight wins, then we're in we're in good shape with Rayola, and uh, you know we're off to the races possibly. So that's that's how I'm looking at it. Yeah, I say. I'm good. I'm good with. I'm good with Whipple right now. Clean slate. I'm good with it. Okay, that makes sense. Thanks, Corey. Corey, call. great Thanks. call. Great call. Ooh, I didn't catch that line by. Is it Mungo Jerry or Mumbo Jerry? Mungo. Mungo Jerry. M U N G O. You know the song. Hey, Corey, stick with me on this. Corey, if you're listening still, that's good to hear from Corey. By the yeah. way, you know another song always him. concerns me. Exactly. A Ringo Starr song. Your sixteen. You're beautiful. <laughs> You're mine. How did he get away with that? Different times, man. Yeah, different, different times. Different times. Yeah, that made that made Harrison yeah, cringe. That a is a bit. line from that's Ringo a, that's Star. a song. That was a hit song. <laughs> but she's only seventeen by Winger, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. This no Ringo Star goes to another level though. Okay. Different times. Uh, Parker Gabriel up next on early break on the ticket.